You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. All right, an abbreviated late show because we've got Twins pregame coming up at 6.30 here on News Talk 830 WCCO. And then I'm back a little bit later this evening, hopefully talking about a Twins win because that's what we need. Cleveland's got a few issues. They've got a couple of pitchers hurting and all of that. Um, maybe we'll address that here um, in the uh, the final segment before we uh, – Pass the baton to Chris Atterbury and the Twins pregame. But something that I wanted to do here to start the show is address our mindset. Our mindset in Twins territory. There's something that I want to attempt to do. Okay, And it's pretty simple. I don't want Twins fans for the month of September to be agonizing about Twins baseball. I don't. I'm going to try to hook you up and help you out. Because the current situation is that going into tonight's game, the Twins trail the Cleveland Guardians by one game. So we are right there, people. We're right there. We are right there to win this division. And all it takes is a good weekend to get back into first place. And you'll be facing the Guardians next weekend. So I'm looking forward to that. But the team in front of us, as in who we're facing this weekend, is the Chicago White Sox. That's where we start. Sonny Gray on the mound tonight. But the mindset that we have to have is pretty simple. And I hope that you guys... Hop on the bandwagon with me and have this, accept this mindset so that you will not be stressed out of your mind the entire month of September. On today, September the 2nd, I want every Twins fan to move forward with the thinking that you will not get Byron Buxton back. I want you to view the rest of the season like that because I can see it already. And I talked about it a little bit at the fair yesterday, just about Buxton not being available. Buxton, more likely than not, will always have years where he's going to miss some games because that's the pattern. The sample size is great enough. Is his season over? No, it doesn't sound like it, and it sounds like Rocco's pretty optimistic that he's going to come back at some point. Not sure what the timeline is. But for you as Twins fans to know that your team is only trailing the Guardians by one game, you should feel happy about that. You should feel good about that. You know that they are a team that you can catch if you play good baseball. 
and you know that you're going to be in this particular moment playing without Byron Buxton, and you've been playing without Byron Buxton. Look at it moving forward as though you're not going to have him. I'm telling you right now, that's the best way to do it. Don't sit there right now or this weekend and be scrolling all over the internet. When is Buxton coming back? When is Buxton coming back? We need an update. Don't do that. You'll be stressed. Don't do it. View it like this. Any games that you get out of Buxton, if he's available at any point in the next few weeks, next month, just view it as a bonus. That's how you need to look at it. Bonus Buxton. View it as though this team is, yeah, they're good enough to win the division, and this division isn't great. We know that. The Yankees lead the East with 79 wins. The Astros lead the West with 84 wins. The Mets lead the National League East with 84 wins. Cardinals of Central with 76. The Dodgers with 90. We are in the worst division in Major League Baseball. We are. We can accept that. That doesn't make us feel great, but you know that you've got a chance. And that's without Buxton. You have a chance to win this division. So have that mindset that he's not going to be back. Have the mindset that you can get it done with Gio and Jose Miranda. And Carlos Correa can hopefully put the team on his back at times because he is a a superstar type player. I'm not saying do it all by himself. He needs help. But that's how you need to look at it. That's how you need to view it if you want to live a stress-free twins life. Doesn't mean that Joe Ryan doesn't have to go out there and pitch because he has to. We know that Sonny Gray, he needs to have a good game tonight on the mound. We need to collectively all come together and take care of business. But just address it and think about it as though Buxton's not available. Because I can, I just get that sense that Twins fans are looking at getting into the postseason as just all about Buxton. And I quite honestly don't believe that. We're in a bad division. We're in the worst division in Major League Baseball. Cleveland is catchable. The White Sox are still a below 500 team. And as I say that, I'm probably jinxing us for tonight, right? They'll come out and put 10 runs on the board. They've won a couple of games in a row. They're clawing. They're trying to scratch uh, and, and claw their way back into this thing. They trail Cleveland by four. But at the end of the day, if we have the mindset that Buxton's not available, he won't be available, then we'll just we'll be stress-free. And the guys, I hope the guys kind of have that expectation like, hey, we just got to go out and win without Buxton. And I'm sure that they do. And I'm, I'm sure that Rocco's managing that way. He's not saying, oh, man, we just got to, let me do the math here. Over the next 10 days, and we think that Buxton's going to be back in a couple of, he's trying to win every game. Trying to win every game. All right, we'll take a quick break, come back. I do want to talk about what is happening with Cleveland because the team that's right ahead of us in the division who we're trying to catch. They got some bad news today. We'll get to it next year. 
All right, the Lake Show for another six, seven, eight minutes. Twins pregame coming up here at 630. But I wanted to inform you guys of the news with the Cleveland Guardians. They got, well, look, we'll eventually get good news when Buxton eventually returns, but let's not think about when he's going to return because we need to just go ahead and just play play it out like he's not going to come back. All right? And we'll get bonus Buxton at some point. But the Guardians got some bad news today. And they lead the division by one game over the Twins. They lost two starting pitchers to injury today. Zach Plesak, broken hand on the 15-day injured list. And Aaron Savali, forearm inflammation. So that's two starting pitchers. So now Cleveland has to pivot. Bad news for Cleveland ends up being good news for us. Now, look, I'm not sitting here wishing and praying that guys go down for the Cleveland Guardians. That's not what you do here. You want to be in the battle. You want to be on the grind trying to win this division with teams being healthy. If a guy goes down, let's be honest, you got to take advantage of it, right? We kind of dealt with that before. Corey Kluber, when he was with Cleveland, had some had some injuries, had some stuff. Twins, take advantage. Because don't you think that the Cleveland Guardians are taking advantage of Buxton being out? Trevor Larnick being out? Alskir Law being out? Of course. Okay? So I'm not going to sit here and say I'm happy that those guys are hurt. But let's just go ahead and try to take advantage because they'll probably stumble a little bit. That's a big deal. They're not the only organization that's going to be down a couple of starters. Heck, we're still waiting to get Tyler back, right? We acquired him from Cincinnati, and we need him back in that rotation because there's great upside there. He's a good pitcher. That's why we brought him here. But Plesak, this is the one that is so interesting to me. Because it's always going to be a thing in professional sports. Plesak was supposed to start today's opener. They've got a series against the Seattle Mariners. But the right-hander was scratched about four hours before first pitch. Why? Terry Francona said that Plesak fractured his fifth metacarpal when he punched the ground in frustration after giving up a homer against the Mariners last weekend. So it's a self-inflicted wound. He's out because he was upset at his performance, and I get it. We see it happen all the time. Guys do it in football. They'll hit stuff. They'll bang stuff. We see it in baseball all the time. Guys will go to the dugout and they'll, you know, be frustrated. I'm actually surprised more guys don't get hurt like that. Seriously. You got guys that are trying to beat up on water coolers and all that stuff. I'm surprised more athletes don't get hurt when they do that. Kick it over stuff. But, yeah, no, he's out. And I know that Savali's had some issues this year. He hasn't been great. But still, 
that's an arm that that they need if they want to continue to stay in first place. And his injury is form, uh, forearm inflammation. So we'll see how that plays out. And they say that Plesak's palm had been swollen for a few days. And when the team had him undergo imaging test, that's when the fracture was revealed. So how does Cleveland go through with this today? They have to bring in, because Plesak was going to play, he was going to be the, the starter today, rookie Cody Morris makes his major league debut against the Mariners. Major league debut. Right now, top first, Seattle leads one nothing. So, of course, we're rooting for Seattle. Zach, I hope you get well, man. I hope your hand heals up. And we see you soon. We won't see him next weekend, right? He won't be healed up by then when we face the Cleveland Guardians. But already, the Mariners trying to take advantage of the rookie for Cleveland, Cody Morris, making his major league debut. And they trail one nothing to the Seattle Mariners. Let me ask you this, Dennis. You ever done anything like that where you, you know, you got a little bit upset, you're venting, and... All the time. You hurt yourself all the time? <laughs> all the time? Well, not... Like, like what's the uh, worst? What's the, have you ever broken your hand like that? Uh-huh. Really? Oh, yeah. Gosh. Oh, yeah. In fact, uh, other job? Uh-huh. In frustration, uh-huh. I will bang my hand on a counter, on a steel counter okay. in the kitchen. And I've been told a hundred times or more, don't do that. And it's – I. But is, it's, it, but is it don't do that because you're making a scene or is it don't do that because you're going to hurt yourself? Don't do that because you're scaring the kitchen staff. <laughs> See, exactly. And, That's and, different. And it's, and it's not directed at them. It's just like that, that release. And I'm getting better at 63, Lake. I'm getting better Man. at controlling stuff. You're like not that. the modern day Bobby Knight, are you? <laughs> well, no, we I haven't thrown a chair across the dining room yet. Well, wait a minute. Maybe I have. I hope not. I hope not. <laughs> but yeah, no. I've, I'm trying to think. In my life, have I have I banged? Like, purposely, like, vented in frustration, like, pounded my fist or anything. I don't think that I've hurt myself in that way. I think that all of my injuries, like, with my toe, when I broke my finger, that, that was all, like, football stuff from back when I was in high school. But I can't think of any Bobby Knight-type, you know, venting, getting upset, temper tantrum, where I, uh, I ended up injuring myself. All right, but Twins baseball is coming up next. I think that the Twins are going to have a pretty decent night tonight. Why? Because we got Sonny Gray on the mound. And right now with Sonny Gray, he's, in my estimation, he's the stop-the-bleeding guy for the Minnesota Twins. When you look at our starting rotation and you need a guy to go in there and put their best foot forward, that's Sonny Gray. I know that Joe Ryan's been up and down this year, started off hot, He's kind of, he's drifted off a little bit because let's be honest, it's prime time. These are big time matchups that he's a part of right now. And he's, this is a learning curve with him. 
So you got to take the uh, the bad with the good. But Sonny Gray is on the mound. Our opponent this evening, the Chicago White Sox, without Tony Larusa. After the game, I'll talk to you and take your calls on final pitch on the Good Neighbor. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 